Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCarg, and you're listening to Alligator Preserves. Today's episode is short story number 11, and it's called The Foxhole. I asked my son and his girlfriend for a story idea, and they gave me a couple of bizarre elements. Anyway, that's all I'll say about it. And try to see if you can figure out what their suggestions were. Here's the story. What do you have planned for me this afternoon? Michelle's face scrunched involuntarily as she downed the last dregs of her coffee, black. And when are you going to get a real coffee maker? Hey, there's nothing realer than a percolator, and don't think you'll be seeing any Keurigs where you're going, young lady. Michelle's mother, Lynn, took the empty cup and set it in the sink next to her own Let's finish up the foxhole, and then there's another project that shouldn't take too long. Are you sure you're up to going today, Mom? Never been more sure of anything in my life. But you always say that. Are you ever not sure about anything? Her mother smiled. I'm not sure. Let me think about that. Uh, no, I'm sure. Michelle shoved her mother gently, then wrapped her arms around her. I'm the only girl I know whose mother's making her dig a foxhole. But I'm worried about you, you know. I know, Shell. No need, though. Come on, enough lollygagging. It's a perfect day and we're not getting any younger. And you might be the only girl you know who can dig a foxhole better than any other newbie at the academy. The two women strolled side by side, bumping against one another occasionally, as if drawn together by a magnetic bond. The land spread out before them, Colorado wildflower season in full bloom, and their destination was a quarter mile from their home. Have you ever regretted going to West Point? I mean, I've heard your stories, but it must have been crazy hard back then. Crazy hard, yes, but no regrets. I don't believe in regrets. As your dad's hero Teddy once said, nothing's worth having or doing unless there's effort, pain, and hardship involved. Something like that. I say, make a decision and own it. Don't look back and wish you'd done something different. You didn't. So move forward. And it's not like it's going to be a cakewalk for you this year. I know, but you're right. Pretty sure I'll be a lot more prepared than most of my classmates. Michelle stopped. Wow, you and Dad really lucked out with this land. She turned in a slow circle. Mount Albert over there, Turquoise Lake over there. This is not a bad view anywhere. It'll be yours someday. Lynn took a deep breath, a simple act that had grown harder to do over the past several months. She put on a smile before Michelle completed her loop. So many columbines this year. Would you pick me a bunch of those paintbrushes, hun? Some daisies, too. Another deep breath. With modest bouquets in hand, they continued their trek. Men will hit on you, Shell. Mom, come on, as if you haven't prepared me for that, too. Michelle rolled her eyes. You and Dad have been running me through self-defense moves since I was, what, five? They laughed. 
Really, though, and it won't matter what rank you are or what rank they are. Enough already. You taught me well. You don't have to worry about me. Any guy stupid enough to try pushing something on me is going to wish he'd left his junk in a trunk. Good. And there'll be times you'll be told to do things that seem wrong to you, but unless your orders are illegal or immoral, you'll have to put on your big girl panties and say, yes, ma'am. There'll be gray areas, of course. I heard everything at West Point is a gray area. Michelle raised an eyebrow. Very punny, said Lynn. Keep your sense of humor and you'll be okay. Trust your good judgment. My grandpa used to say, don't let the bastards get you down. Why all the lessons today? I don't leave for another whole month. Just making sure I've covered all the bases. Oh, and my father's advice was, keep your mouth shut and your bowels open, something his father suggested before he shipped off to World War II. Gross, Mom. Thanks for that disturbing visual. Trust me, it's good advice. You go on ahead. I'll be right there. Michelle handed her flowers to her mother and ran the rest of the way to the nearly completed foxhole. When she got there, she bent over to pick up several sheets of paper from a stack of wooden planks. Seriously, Mom? she shouted. An Ikea bench? Are you trying to break up with me? Lynn smiled and continued to stroll, taking in the beauty of the landscape. When she reached the foxhole, she laid the flowers on an emptied wood pallet and joined her daughter, who was studying the cartoon drawings in the step-by-step assembly instructions. Michelle laughed and pointed to one. Check it out, this one actually shows the dude reading the instruction manual with a frowny face and then picking up a phone. And what does that one even mean? I think it means... Don't look at the jumbled pile of wood alone. Be confused with a friend. Lynn flipped to the next page. And you obviously have to be a man to put this together. I don't know, Mom. Michelle affected a southern drawl. It's just us two little old girls here. However, will we survive this big old construction project? Lynn smiled, but was glad her daughter was too engrossed in the instructions to notice the sorrow in it or to question the quantity of wood delivered for the project. Michelle jumped into the foxhole and picked up a shovel. I'm thinking this is pretty much done, wouldn't you agree? Six-ish feet long, about three feet wide. If we scrunch down, it's good enough for government work. She rested her arms on the ground outside the hole and looked out across the panorama. Now I see why the bench. Why didn't we put one here before? Just wasn't the right time, I suppose. Lynn examined the hole. Give me three more inches depth, soldier, and no sniveling. Yes, ma'am, Michelle saluted her mother and started digging. How about if you start on the bench while I'm down here so we'll have time to sit on it before sunset? Yes, ma'am, back at ya. Lynn returned her daughter's salute and started sorting the planks. It was slow work. She assembled all but the back rest and stopped when the dizziness struck and her vision blurred. About two hours passed. That's good, Shell. Come on out now. Lynn sat on the bench and patted the spot next to her for Michelle to sit. Michelle climbed from the hole and looked at the remaining wood. She looked at her mother. She didn't sit. Her chin quivered. Mom? It's time, Shell. Your father knows. Please, sit with me. 
But no buts, my beautiful girl. You're going to have to be stronger than ever now for what's ahead of you and for your father. But Michelle looked at the finished foxhole and at the sheets of wood still remaining. Wood, she anticipated, would be used over the foxhole for concealment. But you're... I'm giving you a gift. I'm giving your father a gift. I'm giving myself this gift. Michelle fell onto the bench at her mother's side and wept in her arms. Lynn rocked her daughter gently with what little strength remained in her failing body. And if I learn that you're thinking about quitting, Lynn whispered in a voice threatening to crack, or that you've let some asshole make you cry, I swear I'll haunt you. Promise? Michelle laughed through her tears. Promise. Mama didn't raise no butterfly, did she? No, Mama. Michelle sat up and wiped her eyes with dirty hands, leaving muddy streaks across her face. The two women sat silently then, their sides locked together, looking out over the foxhole, over the wilting bouquets waiting on a pallet, across to the shimmering lake, until the sun disappeared behind the mountain range. That ends the foxhole. Did you figure out which two elements I was to use in this short story? (laughs) I'm thinking about working on a collection of linked short stories, something my author and editor friend Stephanie Spong suggested, where each of the short stories has something in common. And in my case, I'm thinking about doing a, a West Point series where something in each story will have something to do with West Point. So this would be my second one after my Anchors Away story that had to do with the West Point brain surgeon. Hope you enjoyed that one too. And if you enjoyed this and other episodes of Alligator Preserves, please subscribe to my podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Share it with a friend. And I sure would love it if you decided to become my patron this year. Go to patreon.com slash alligatorpreserves and see what rewards you will receive for becoming a patron of my arts, which you could do for a dollar a month. I will have links and photos of this episode. I'll throw in some uh, photos of me in my West Point attire if you haven't seen any of those yet on my website at leadvillelaurel.com jump on over there and check it out. And if you have any suggestions for a short story idea, go ahead and let me know. I'll see what I can do with them. I like a good challenge. Join me next time when I'll talk about something completely different. And until then, be good to yourself. Bye.